Eh, il pedofilo duccio. Come si dice? Il pedofilio. Pedofilio. Thank you. All right. So the, 20, the 2015 season where everyone dies, gets traded, or isn't re-signed. So the Eagles lose basically their entire starting lineup. Not literally, but they lose Nick Foles. They lose their very good running back, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, they lose Evan Mathis, who's very good. And they get Sam Bradford, who is a walking pile of dog shit. He's really bad. And DeMarco loser. Murray, who had big been loser. good. Uh, the year also bef- a big loser, Archie. Yeah, the, the year before had been amazing on the Cowboys, but that's because the Cowboys had an O-line. Uh, once again, the Eagles proving we, you don't need an O-line to play football. Uh, so that's a... a the, yeah, they traded they trade LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonso, uh, who sucked. And this is Chip Kelly. This is where we were saying racist. Uh, Chip Kelly had a really it, it had been accused of being a racist. Was it Deshaun Jackson or LaShawn McCoy have accused him of it? LaShawn, I believe. Yeah, that Chip Kelly basically hated the black players and got rid of all the good ones. Interestingly enough, he kept Riley Cooper. Uh, Riley Cooper is famous for screaming the N-word at a country concert in at Camden, Kenny, New Jersey. Kenny Chesney concert. Was it Camden? It was literally at the Eagles stadium. Oh my why, god. Why, why, like, I, I don't expect that there's such a thing as a good reason, but what was his reason? He went to, he was gonna fight he any will N- fight every blank ah, over there. Yes. Cool. He, okay. he went to the University of Florida. Uh-huh. Which Howie Roseman went to. Fucking Howie Roseman. Once again, ashamed to be Jewish. <laughs> uh, you got anything to add for the Chip Kelly era besides the fact that he's a racist who sucked ass? Uh, just, he thought he was the smartest. The, the least smart person is the person who assumes they're the smartest person in the room. The smartest person is smart enough to be aware that they're not the smartest person. In the room. That's... All right. My brain like hurts. Dunning Kruger effect. It, it, it's real. <laughs> then, then they would be the it, it, next slide. Yeah, never, mind. never mind. Next slide. All right. This is going to be the reminiscing slide. Yes. All right. Uh, you know what? So, in, so uh, Chip Kelly is fired. Doug Peterson is hired in 2016, and the Eagles trade up for Carson Wentz, a quarterback out of was it North Dakota or North Dakota State? North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Go Bison. Go Bison. Perennial, somehow, perennial college football powerhouse in the uh, lower division, which is known as FCS. Are you just extending the crosswalk? No, what I'm doing is I'm doing the, um, the, the, the um, school of Athens. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so terminating Vista here. In Carson Wentz's first year, they go seven and nine. But whatever, he's a rookie quarterback, and he had been... Yeah, it was fine. It was, it was yeah. an optimistic year. All right, uh, Seamus, since you've been an Eagles fan since you came out of the womb, uh, you want to just talk about your memories of the 2017 season and how good it was? Oh, man, it was... I was 23. I, I had taken a uh, about a year off from college at Penn. I had to go back for my last semester, so I'm not living on campus. I'm commuting and, um, you know, taking the bus to university city and back, you know, a couple of days a week. And I'm just consuming Eagles podcast. And there was just a different energy in the city that year when the Eagles are good in general, 
the vibe, the atmosphere is just not what it usually is. People just literally seem happier and because they are. And that year, obviously, ended in the Super Bowl, but it was one of those things where fans could tell that season from just a couple of weeks into the season, I would say from about week three on, that there was just something special, something different about that team, different that season. And, you know, I'm kind of getting my shit together, getting my degree finally, um, you know, going to games every Sunday down the link. I'm partying in the parking lot before the game, tailgating. I go in the game and it's an easy win. So it feels like, you know, all that anxiety and worry that's usually a part of every Eagles game and so synonymous with my fandom overall, this gnawing feeling that, uh, you know, the floor is about to fall out on you or you're going to get bopped in the face at the last second doesn't really happen that season until uh, in December, the Eagles look like the best team in the NFL. We're getting into, do you want to do the Foles Wentz thing or? Yeah, go for I it. I don't really you care. D- just, you deserve this, Seamus. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, I, I mean, so I could go on a little personal touch too. So in December, the Eagles are slated to play the Los Angeles Rams. The Eagles are like the best team in football. The Rams are also very, very good that season in this big game in Los Angeles at the classic Coliseum. I was at the time, given my own personal slant, looking for a new job upon my December graduation. And I'm just, you know, applying, throwing, you know, feelers out to a million different places. And I applied for this job in L.A., I don't even know what I couldn't even tell you what the job was really in, at this point. It was just, you know, a nonsense, you know, startup company, digital startup company job. And I'm, I'm having this <laughs> phone call conversation with them. And I'm just like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Just like trying to get to the next stage. You know what I mean? Try to leave an impression. They were like, well, we'd like to see how people are in person uh, before we hire them. We see how they are in the workforce. Would you want to come to L.A.? And like work for us as like a work trial for a week before we extend you an offer. I'm like, uh, newsflash, I live in like fucking Philadelphia. How am I going to do that? And they're like, we'll literally pay for you to fly here for your stay at an Airbnb and give you a per diem if you want to come here. And I was like, all right. Like, and it was like the week between, you know, the last week of classes and finals. So I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll do this. And they were like, well, you would start this Monday. We could fly you in Monday morning. And I'm like, Hmm. I look at the calendar. That's Sunday. The Eagles are playing in Los Angeles. So I say, hey, would it be possible if you fly me out on Sunday morning instead, just so I have a day to adjust to the time zone change? And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I fly from, I get like a 6 a.m. flight from Philly and I'm, I, have a, I have a layover in Chicago. So I'm nervous about the lays and all this thing. So as soon as my plane is taking off from Chicago, I buy a ticket to the Eagles game. From my phone. And as soon as I land, I go and throw my crap into this unbelievably nice, too nice for me for a dumbass 23-year-old Airbnb in beautiful Santa Monica, hopping an Uber to the Coliseum. I go there. I get this big, you know, 30-ounce Bud Light. I walk to my seat. The, the weather's beautiful. There are Eagles fans all over. I'm in the, one of the most famous sports stadiums in the entire world. And I just, you know, I'm about to get my degree. And I feel like I am literally, you know, have the world by its balls. And just shortly into the game, Carson Wentz, who again had been this savior figurehead in Philadelphia, they had just drafted him with one of the top choices in the NFL draft the previous year, looked like the most valuable player, like he would win the league's most valuable player award that season, suffers a gruesome injury of his own and tears his ACL. I walked out of the stand, the Eagles still won, they clinched the division, they were going to go to the postseason. But I had 
gone all over across the country to see the Eagles at this moment I thought would be their pinnacle to that point in the season. And it was just this crushing defeat that felt like the end of what we all assumed was going to be the best season of our lives. Obviously, didn't get that job. Thank God. I, I like where my life's at now. So I come back to Philly. I work, I, work, I work for them for a week. They give me like $100 every day. I was just like going out to eat at these like phenomenal Mexican restaurants at night, you know, getting a nice eight hours of sleep in this beautiful Airbnb. It was like a mini vacation that I, you know, I had to go sit in this workstation for, for seven hours a day, just checking emails, doing nothing. Uh, didn't get offered a job. Come back to Philly. And Nick Foles, who had left a few years back, had some success under Chip Kelly. That offseason had been signed to be the backup quarterback to Carson Wentz. The prodigal son had come home. He comes in as Wentz's backup, gets him into the playoffs. And then once the playoffs start, he turns into Tom Brady. He's better than we even thought Wentz was for that short period of time. <laughs> Three years ago today, we're recording this. The Eagles made the NFC Championship game. The game for so many years in my life had been a day of worry, knowing that the Eagles were inevitably going to lose this game. And I'm there, and they absolutely fucking bone crush the Minnesota Vikings Bye. by a score of 30 to 7. Go, burn. Roll into the Super Bowl. Yep, rolling out. Yeah, roll rolling out. The, the game is at the link. It was The game was over in the second quarter. The Eagles had already, victory was at hand. And while the Super Bowl was obviously more, a bigger magnitude of a win, more important, that game was a nail biter until the last second. The, the NFC Championship game uh, was like the biggest 70,000 person party I've ever been at. They just like, there were no rules. I, I walked home from the stadium, was walking down Broad Street, walked back to my house in South. My parents, I was told with my parents, my parents' house in South Philly. And it was just, you know, one of those things like, what more could you ask for? And then the following two weeks later, they won the whole thing. The city goes wild. It's amazing. They have a victory parade that we always talk about for years in Philadelphia. I just want to see the Super Bowl parade. I would, you know, bullshit with my friends like, oh, what are you going to do when the Eagles win the Super Bowl? My friend was like, oh, I'm going to take my car and I'm going to like leave the keys in the middle of the car. And I'm going to like throw beers out from the trunk and tell people to beat the shit out of my car. And then I'm going to collect a bunch of insurance <laughs> money. And I'm like, that's, that's insurance fraud. And I'm like, he's like, I'm going to do it. And then I, I meet this friend on Broad Street the night they went and, and he just like, I go up, I give him a huge bear hug. Like I don't even say anything to him. He goes, dude, cops said in a, at 2 a.m. I can move my car here. And I don't know what happened after that, but I think he really wanted to get his car fucked up. Like, like had been saying that for years, like not just a one-time thing. That was his, that was what was going to happen. He was like, yeah, just beat the shit. He had car problems. I've never seen a person with more car problems in my life. So it made sense. Then 